You weren't meant to do a show. <laughs> I think that's what that's it was. It. Well, you were you were tired, right? You had a long day. Fucking and, uh, exhausted, <laughs> yeah. dude. I thought I, was, I didn't think I was gonna make it. I think I fell asleep at one point in the show. One of those clips. <laughs> Still a good show. Good couple shows, no doubt. But uh, yeah, you know, we survived. We made it through. How's the plumbing world in Chicago? You guys getting snow out there? Yeah, we're getting flurries. It's fucking freezing, man. I don't know what happened to that global warming, but it Whoa. didn't Chicago this year. Nobody talking about that. <laughs> 20 degrees here, 28 as the high this morning, and it'll be down to 8 degrees tonight. Isn't global warming supposed to go the other way? Did you hear the excuse? No, I can't wait. I, I yes. love it. Yeah. You, yes. know me, you know me. I love the scientific journals, man. I love <laughs> The beauty is in the boring. You know what I mean? <laughs> See, you don't understand, Frank, stupid. Stupid non-scientist Frank. <laughs> You're stupid. That's right. Certified well, idiot. See, we put all this energy into the earth, right? That we're adding the heat. Heat is energy. So we're heating up the oceans. And with all this energy in the oceans, we're messing up the jet streams. So... With the heat, you're causing these low pressures in the southern hemisphere, which are drawing these uh, polar vortexes in earlier than normal. So, (laughs) it's so facto, (laughs) it's the white man's fault. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, the white guy. I forgot. Yeah, uh, Yeah. because climate change is racist or something. It's the colonizers that did it all. (laughs) That's why why we must give Nancy Pelosi $800 billion to save it. Right? No, 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 don't get it from the POCs. Take it from all the white people that are working. Yeah, and did you see they're doing the uh, G20 uh, deal? And they have... Is it um, G20 now? Wasn't it like G7 a month ago? How many countries <laughs> yeah. are jumping into this thing? Oh, they got 20 in there, man. You better believe it. And they, <laughs> they're they all about the climate. That's what democracy now. They were there, I think. <laughs> you can call all of these things whatever you want. It's the G3. U.S., China, Russia. Yes! <laughs> Yes. That's it, dude. That's it. <laughs> yeah, G20, and their total major focus is on climate change. And I don't know if you saw this floating around on the news articles, but it was um, they're pushing for reparations to poorer countries from wealthy countries for climate change. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently today, all the major countries of the G20 summit or whatever it is, they uh, signed on and agreed that they were going to all participate in massive cuts in CO2, and they're going to use digital passport systems uh, for COVID viruses in the future, and they're all linked up, man. It's a one-world order now. Yeah. And they're going to use so climate. They're going to use climate change as the basis for it. That's what fucking pr- pisses me off so much. Like, come on. I can't believe people are falling for it, dude. It's so dumb. Uh, dude, I mean, honestly, here in Colorado... We could use a little climate change. We could use a little heat wave going on. Uh, we had our first snow, what, two weeks ago? And there was a 100-car pileup on the highway. 100-car <laughs> pileup. Today it snowed. There was li- I've never seen so many accidents on the dot map. It was unreal. Everything was red. There were accidents all over the map. Dude, people don't know how to drive anymore. That's the biggest part. That's the biggest fucking problem, dude. I see it all day, every day. But now, dude, it snowed a little bit. It's not, I, we've seen way crazier amounts of snow, and people were driving like it was a blizzard and 10 feet of snow was pouring on us. Yeah, they're freaking out. Freaking out. Yeah. Obsessed with safety, dude. It's really that crazy. or you got a lot of Californians that moved in. 
You know, uh, so it's funny you say that a lot of people always make that statement about bad driving in Colorado. Oh, it's all transplants or people from California drive too slow and people from Chicago drive like assholes and all this stuff. But really, I believe because I've driven all over this country, man. I think Colorado is just a bad place for driving. (laughs) And the people, (laughs) the people of Colorado, bunch of bunch of assholes man they don't know how to drive it's the coloradans that don't know how to drive man i'm telling you absolutely look i even catch myself from time to time kind of you know glancing off to the side not really paying attention i'm usually pretty high when i'm cruising you know what i mean so it's probably a half the other population around me so it's probably why colorado is one of the worst places to drive yeah nobody honks yo How how are you moving if nobody's honking? <laughs> well, you're not moving. That's the problem. We're going nowhere. Yeah. There's no traffic, no, but we're going nowhere. Because the guy in front of you is not moving. You need to honk, and then he's going to honk if the guy in front of him is not moving. And eventually, it's going to get to the asshole who's not moving. Oh, I got to go. Exactly, you know? Dude, good call. You know what? There's no honking out here, and nobody's getting the yeah. message. Great, great call. Got to bring in the honk. Out here, we honk just to let you know we're coming through the alley. <laughs> That's right, dude. Don't come out. I'm driving 25 through your alley. Don't even dare come through. I do the high beam flash when I'm passing someone on the right. So here in Colorado, everyone drives slow in the left lane for some reason. Like once they accomplish maneuvering to the left lane, they decide to settle in and coast. And so here you got to pass them on the right side. But if you start to pass someone on the left, they get really irritated and angry at you. So they start to, you know, challenge you for that passing opportunity. And uh, that's kind of the fight that I go through every day here. But I get a big kick out of passing people on the right, man. It's my favorite move. It's the best. It's the silent honk. It's the, hey, asshole, speed it up or get out of the lane. Yeah, I can't believe that's even a question. You should see Chicago. There is no right or left. Everything is just traffic. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) Parking lot. Yeah, this guy I work with, he lives in Palatine, right? Both of us kind of the same, right? So we're working, like, less than a mile from the highway. All right. And then we exit to go home. We both live, like, about a mile, mile and a half from the highway. So it's, you know, minus two miles, it's all highway home, right? Oh, yeah. Except I live 18 miles from this work site, and he lives uh, 28 miles from the work site, right? Wow, yeah. Our difference in time is literally 10 minutes. No. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Every time we put in the GPS, like, his extra 10 miles is 10 minutes. Wow. But that whole hour is spent on those 18 miles getting to, my, to Cumberland. Oh, man. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. That is and actually- once he gets, it, it literally, the map tells you every single day he gets to, Cumber- he gets to Harlem, really. Once he gets to Harlem, he's flying 65, 75 miles per hour the rest of the way home. Wow. But to that point, you're going 17, 18 miles per hour. What is day. it? Just too many cars and, you know, just it's just a jam of stuff? Frank, happening? I could solve it with... You, you give me one night and a bunch of fucking road barriers, <laughs> those cement barriers. Yeah. I'll fucking solve the problem. One night. Give really? me one night. <laughs> it, it's too fucking simple. Yeah, it's too fucking simple. Because everything in Chicago is designed for people that drive like... for it's, it's Everything in Chicago is designed for humans. The problem is it's a city of fucking animals, dude. We're <laughs> oh, yeah. all animals. 
right? Yeah. So if it's going to save me two minutes off of this 54-minute trip, I'm going to jump in that express lane, and then instead of taking my exit to 94, I'm going to get off into the 90, cut three fucking lanes, and then right at the last minute, jump into my 94 lane and go. Yeah. And I just saved two minutes off of my time, but everybody on the 90 had to slam on their brakes (laughs) so that I could make that maneuver. You know what I mean? Yeah. I will shut down this fucking interstate because I've been doing You know what? I look behind me. It's not just me. It's every fucking other animal behind me, dude. There's a whole line of animals shutting down the traffic. It's just a series of maniacs, one right after another. It's incredible. If, if you if you just extend if you just literally put a wall just in between the 90 and 94 lane splits, you run it all the way back to the express lane. So you can't go from the express lanes to the 94 if, unless you take that ramp that's fucking bumper to bumper. Right? Oh yeah. Because all you're doing is racing. You're slowing everybody else down. You're racing it through just so you could, literally so you could get a quarter of a mile ahead of everybody and then hit bumper to bumper traffic. <laughs> yeah. Because it's literally just a quarter of a mile around this turn that's open. <laughs> right? For sure. So that's one. And then number two, the fucking Nagel Brimar entrance. I would just shut it down. Reroute everybody to Harlem. You just built this four-lane fucking this extra lane. You built it. It's awesome. Now nobody... It's, it's, uh. Oh, man. That's nuts. Look, the problem is the people designing these roadways probably don't even use them. No. You want to know what the big problem is? What's that? They finally expanded the 90, right? But by the time they finished the project, it was fucking... 15 years over the <laughs> deadline, right? right? Yeah. By now, you should have already finished the second project to expand it even further. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're so far behind everything. We're still doing the Jane Byrne interchange. Still? Wow. Still doing it, man. It was supposed, They promised it would be done this year. Man, this what, that's the fucking problem with unions, man. Yeah, it's either too- unions or mafia. I can't tell which is which. <laughs> well, the, no, the worst is when you got both. And that's Chicago. <laughs> That's why nothing gets done. Everything costs twice as much. <laughs> and all I know is two o'clock. That's why the traffic two o'clock. Everybody puts down the tools and goes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, there's, one, <laughs> there's one thing that there's one thing the union is very good at coordinating. You you end at two o'clock. Oh, that's nice, man. That's a great time to end. Well, it's just like because, dude, the minute you go over, now it's an hour of time and a half. Oh yeah. So that's it. Dude, you're in the truck by 2 o'clock. You're done. Man, well, maybe all our traffic problems would be solved if we all had Teslas, dude. You know, we link up, we get into the system, and then the car just drives us together in one unit. So you want to know a sick thought I had today? Yeah. Uh, most cars are coming with this, like, uh, like, your car most likely can sense cars in front of you. Uh, possibly, right? yeah, maybe. If you have any kind of like accident avoidance, it has a sensor and it's sensing cars sure. and it can tell distance. That's right? right. Yeah. I think they should do a thing, especially in major cities where like, I mean, cause it's pretty much every car past 2018, really. Sure. I think you're right. Yeah. And, uh, if you have those sensors, they should be able to just hack your car and that's it. Your car won't let you get that close to somebody because the biggest problem is we have to open up space. Yes. You know what I mean? For sure. That's If everybody just, and that's what I mean about Chicago, stop being animals, stop being an asshole. <laughs> Let the person in. Where are you going? You're not know. letting the guy in? 
I Where know. are you going? That's, that's so unreal when people refuse to let you in. Like, we're, we're going into the same shitty moment in time here. We're all going to do this together. Can we just be shitty together? It's, tra- it's traffic for 18 miles. Not today, not this hour, all day, every fucking day. Forever. Where are you going? <laughs> for the rest of our lives, we're stuck here. Let's cooperate, right? Can't yeah, just, we? Just let him in, man. <laughs> The whole idea of hackable cars is one of the most frightening things in the world because what if you want to get away from the government? Well, I was thinking that it would be cool that like uh, in time of like in a time of emergency, right? If people were like and you had to get out, they could do like uh, they could really just make all cars that have that like the auto locks and like the OnStar and everything. Right. They could essentially just make every all these cars free, like. Hey, just grab a car, get out of town. Oh, interesting. That, you know? that is very fascinating. So Teslas, they could just open them all up. You know, hey, just get it. If you could find one, get in it, get out. If there's like a gas attack or something. Uh, nuclear bomb. Nuclear radiation. <laughs> yeah, you know. That's that, a really that cool That is kind of cool. It's also not that cool, though, if, you know, they institute government lockdowns uh, for COVID and then you want to get in your car to go to the grocery store, but you tested positive, so the car doesn't start. Well, Frank, it's all about uh, public safety. It's all about safety, Mike. And if it's so. safety, it's stupid. That's my number one rule in life. <laughs> <laughs> and, and one thing I know about the government, Frank, they never abuse their powers, and they would never use that for bad. Mike, that's a great call. Historically accurate, I would say. 100%. Next thing you know, Chris Christie shuts down every car in New Jersey so he could fucking get to his beach house. That's right, asshole. dude. Don't think we forgot about the bridge if you think you're going to make another fucking run, dude. I don't even live there, and I was pissed off about that traffic. Absolutely. Listen here, Chris Crispy. You'll forever be that fat turkey <laughs> roasting on the beach. <laughs> you had the stomach surgery like four times, and you're still fat. Give it up, buddy. <laughs> even when you were skinny, your face was fat. You got resting fat face. <laughs> oh, man. Well... We are far and away from, I think, everybody owning a Tesla, first of all. And second of all, them having that kind of control. Elon can't even control his own Tesla factory from what I'm hearing, Mike. I don't know if you caught in on any of this action, but democracy now is all over the hazards of work of the work environment in the uh, Tesla factories. Construction workers at a Tesla auto gigafactory in Austin, Texas, filed a complaint. Did she say gigafactory? Yeah, they make those batteries. Oh, that's a cool. I like that name. Gigafactory. Oh, dude, if you if you're at a bar and you're like, you tell some girls like, yeah, I work at a factory. You're not getting laid if you're like, no, 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 it's a gigafactory. Yeah. You know what I mean? That just that just sounds like that's that's. Pete Davidson works at a gigafactory. Oh, you know I was just I mean? about that's to say big it. Big dick energy. You can you know? nickname your penis Gigafactory. I think that's a good name. <laughs> Frank, you think they let you in without one? You know? <laughs> size giga or bigger, baby, you know? Tall and giga. That's what all the ladies want. <laughs> all right, so... Tesla. They only like me for my giga. What can I say? <laughs> Ladies, please, my eyes are here, not down here near my giga factory. <laughs> please. I know you can't resist the bulge. <laughs> I know it's my fault for wearing sweatpants, but please. <laughs> All right. Let's hear about these horrendous working conditions, man. 
complaint with the Department of Labor Tuesday over unsafe working conditions and wage theft. One whistleblower said their employer provided fake credentials in lieu of giving workers essential training about the job. Others say they were not compensated at all or did not receive earned overtime. A worker simply identified as Victor told The Guardian he and his colleagues were ordered to keep working in a flooded area that was covered in live wiring, prompting Victor to tell his wife, I'm going to die in this factory. Other locations of Elon Musk's Tesla factories have been repeatedly cited for worker rights violations and hazardous conditions. Wow. Dude. Powerful. I have been in so many situations like that <laughs> where there's like water on the ground. And there's like an extension cord that's just... It's passing through the water, right? Really? Like, it's not, like, no part of, like, the open's ends are touching the water. And those fuck, there's always those people that are like, oh, we can't work in here. This is, this is, a, this is dangerous. Can't do this. Oh, man. Half the vans in our fleet have the check engine light on them for reasons we could never explain or know. And uh, we always get a new guy who calls on his first day. Oh, hey, uh. The check engine light is on, and the oil thing is on, and you know the tire pressure thing is on. I'm always like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's all good. It's just the sensors. Don't don't pay attention to that. Uh, sensors are usually wrong. Yeah, so see what I'm saying. Don't pay attention to the safety uh, elements put in place here. You know, just ignore it and do your job. I'm just saying he has all. Elon Musk has a lot of workers, right? Yeah. You're one worker that's kind of mad. Your name is Victor. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I'm not buying the I'm Victor story. Yes, yeah. thank you. <laughs> I mean, everybody who works for him seems pretty happy. Yeah, you know, sounds more like Victor is Victoria, if you know what I'm saying. Oh yeah, that's right. I don't know. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm saying it's probably a chick complaining about the working conditions. Oh, uh, or at least a dude with a vagina. Yeah. Yes, you know, one of those two. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The best part about this news clip from one of my favorite programs, Democracy Now!, starring Amy Goodman, is that she follows this one up with the story about JBS meatpacking plants hiring literal child laborers to clean clean their factories in the middle of the night. And they have photographic evidence and surveillance camera documenting literal children under the age of 13 working in these meatpacking plants in the middle of the night cleaning they tried to they tried to like make it seem like elon was part of that dude they totally made it sound did you like notice it was that still yeah that's why i love how they snuck it in right after the elon part because if you're not quick enough you may you know if you're just casually listening you might conflate the two. Oh, absolutely that's what they were going for for sure and look I also want to throw this out there. <clears throat> I was working at 13. Yeah, it's good for you. I was cutting grass, man. Yeah, maybe not all night. It's a little rough. Wasn't we working all go, night, but we were working. We had to go to school. We also didn't get paid half the time. It was like free child labor. Yeah. My point being, work yeah. as a young man when it's doable, like on the weekends, I think it's good for you. It's good for the soul. Makes Very you good for young men. Yeah, makes you stronger. And yeah. <clears throat> so the fact that there were some 13-year-old kids maybe going along with their family, right? Possibly. Doing... That's probably more likely what it was, making some money. you know. Because if you're there, you might as well make your own money. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So.
I feel bad for the kids, but uh, Elon Musk has nothing to do with the kids, and I'm pretty sure working at the Giga Factory is way better than the Slaughterhouse. So I'm gonna go ahead and say, "Fuck Victor." We should definitely worry about these kids. Yeah, well, I would say, what do and you? Where think? the fuck is AOC <laughs> crying about these kids in the parking lot? Right? I'm assuming they were of a certain uh, ethnicity. I would agree with you. I almost guarantee they were. <laughs> they probably came in through that old. Uh, Open door. What is it called? The uh, southern border, <laughs> right? The one it's you not just... the north. It's not the northern man. Canada's got that fucking tight. Yeah, man. You literally <laughs> Canada. They don't want us with our diseases coming in. Did you see that clip of Trudeau and Xi Jinping at that conference that was going on? No, dude. It's pretty creepy, actually. It's Xi, you know, Pooh Bear, and. Uh... <laughs> Uh, Dingleberry, what's his name? Trudeau. Uh, Castro. Mini Castro. And they're standing there, and then Jim, uh, Xi's translator's right in between them, and he, you know, he's translating, and so there's this long oh, pause. Yeah. Did you see this? And he, the conversation is essentially Xi Jinping scolding Trudeau for having too many people leaking information about their meetings. About saying, yeah, telling people what they talked about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's in, you know, who's controlling who here? Yeah. I've made this argument before, but sometimes it feels a little bit like China owns America. No, not yet. Well, they censor our media, and they censor our athletes and actors, and they're also censoring our politicians. Yeah, but the only reason we don't censor them is because they're, like, way more censored. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good call. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is a good call. But still, I you know I'm, I find it interesting that we you know kind of uh, bend to the will of the Chinese quite a bit. It is it is odd. I'll give you that. And the tone, you know, even just the way he physically stood, almost imposing over him, even though I think he's shorter. You know, you watch the video, it's almost like the man grows three feet above Trudeau for five seconds <laughs> and like looms over him and, you know, Trudeau wets himself and walks away. It's really bizarre. And I just, you know, that's our neighbor to the north. I wonder how he talks to Biden, the dementia patient. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Did you see when they were all wearing the like Chinese outfit? I did. I thought it was really funny, actually. Yeah. They do that yeah. all the time. Where's the cultural cultural appropriation? <laughs> don't they always do that? I feel like we have all these shots of previous. Did Trump do that? I don't remember Trump doing that. No, Trump always the super long red tie past his crotch. He had to. <laughs> uh, aren't there shots of presidents wearing like the um, Saudi garb? Yeah, no, they all do it, but that's what I'm saying. I don't think Trump did it, did he? I feel like he didn't do any of that stuff. No. Yeah. It's too cool That's for that. That's probably why they took him very serious. You know, that is a great call. Speaking of which, it's time to take the man seriously, Mike. He's, he's in the game, man. Oh, God. We breezed it officially on the end of our previous episode because it was happening live. Uh, it's a thing now, man. It's pretty funny. I thought it would be more. He's, he, he's done, dude. The fact that you announced this early, come on. 
You think you uh, can yeah, keep you think you can keep steam going for two more years? Hey, honestly, he's been like uh campaigning the last two years, I feel like. No, but that's why he's like trying so hard to announce now and like cause dude, you can't keep that going that long, you know? You're he feels uh-huh. himself fading. He's fading. Yeah, it's very possible. Uh I just find it funny the reaction uh, if you skim through the CNN website they're really big on like the uh the fraction within the republican party and you know whose side are you on desantis or trump right (laughs) yeah i don't know i just don't think it is like that personally but um i'm uh finding it interesting to say the least that trump is in the mix and uh i kind of thought there was more interesting stuff going on you know like trump announced and then it kind of uh i feel like no one's into it Yeah, dude, it's nobody cares right now. Dude, we, yes, give us exactly. a chance to breathe from yes. this last election. Exactly. You know? They're still counting the votes in some of these states, you know? I think in Nevada, you could still mail in your vote for the last election, you know? They're still counting votes, and I can't even believe what you just said. <laughs> That's just a farce uh, on so many levels. This, this whole thing is just a clown show, but... Uh, he doing this thing, I don't know, I found myself seeing it, right, on all the news sites, but then it was gone, like, Pelosi was in the news, and then I sent you that article, it was literally from Arlington Heights, man, about Soldier Field being built there, it was, like, a really interesting article, you know, and it had, yeah. a, it had a lot to do with, you know, uh, business, politics, uh, wheel, uh, making deals and sports, it was really fantastic, and uh, I don't know, I just, I was finding so much more stuff today, and I was like, wow, man. And you know me, man, I get a little downtime at work, I like to peruse the webs, you know, and get a little info in my mind, but I was, I was kind of geared up to like, where's all the, let me soak up all that Trump hate, you know? Like, they're just going <laughs> to unload, and just, just be page after page, and I like, I'll have to just skim down forever to get past the Trump stuff, and it was just kind of blurbs, man. And there was yeah, all this other shit happening. Like Artem- Artemis made it, dude. No, but I mean, and there wasn't even that much news, and yeah, they didn't. You want to hear? Uh, did you hear what Biden put out about Trump? No, I did not actually. Uh, Frank. Uh, let me see. If, let me see if this works. I'm out of the loop. I'm this ignorant, is, and I'm a moron. This is Biden's uh, comeback to Trump. Yes. Nobody has ever done what we've done in the last four years. Their entire economic plan, tax cuts for the rich and corporations. And record-breaking unemployment. The worst jobs report on record. Trump is the only modern president to leave office with fewer jobs than when he took office. The Trump administration formally asking the Supreme Court to overturn the Affordable Care Act. This could leave up to 23 million Americans without coverage. I hope that they end. It'll be so good if You also had people that were very fine people on both sides. Do you believe in punishment for abortion? <laughs> yes or no? There has to be some form of punishment. For the woman? Yeah, there has to be some form. And if I win, we will treat those people from January 6th fairly. And if it requires pardons, we will give them pardons. Then it says Trump. Failed America. They were showing clips of the January 6th, and the whole time it was like just pictures of, you know, Trump and evil and things that, you know. That's terrible. That's the attack video. Yes, that's fantastic. I freaking love that, man. But 
Dude, one, did you hear the one thing they led with? Trump was the first American president to leave office with fewer jobs than when he came in. And right, it's yeah. true because of the COVID, right? Yeah. And th- that is one thing that everybody believes full-heartedly. They have said it so many times that now people just repeat it like it's, it's, it's true. It's, it's the truth. Well, of course. Nobody, and Nobody even questions the fact that COVID. And people talk, I hear it repeated constantly about Joe Biden's uh, job growth numbers. <laughs> yeah, well, it's easy to grow back some jobs when you shut down the economy for two years. Yeah, yeah. And then inflate everything so that it costs so much, people <laughs> need two jobs. Yes, good call. Yeah. Smart politicking, no doubt. Uh, that's an incredible ad. It's weird how they uh, still focus on that Jan 6th stuff. They're all about it. I was. They, I mean, they won them this... Dude, look how good they did in the midterms. People really believe democracy's on the ballot. Uh, yeah, it worked. Democracy's gonna end. You know, <clears throat> there was an article in uh, NPR today about kids and climate change and how they're dealing with it. And they interviewed a kid who is, like, older and uh, voting age now or whatever, I guess, or maybe just about... And how he was now taking on the mantle of teaching kids about the what they need to expect about a world with climate change, <laughs> and <clears throat> they're wow, saying so they're saying this generation, Gen Z or whatever it is, you know what I mean? These eighteen to twenty something year olds, and the ones yeah. that are now that are probably going to vote. Think about the sixteen year olds who are going to vote in the presidential uh, in twenty twenty four. These knuckleheads think some crazy stuff, man. And uh, according to the polls and stuff, they came out in force for this election. Yeah, I know, but I think that tide's changing. I don't know, man. I think you're going to see it like a couple more years, maybe even this next generation. But, dude, I think it's going to change. I think you're going to start to see. My hope is that the like really young kids are so pissed off about COVID <laughs> you know, yeah. that it ruined their childhood. A you fool know? me once kind of scenario. Yeah, and then by the time they get older, they're just like, no, I remember this. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. I uh, Honestly, um, with climate change, it's shocking for me to read about kids teaching kids about climate change and then doing these activities <laughs> to, like, get adults to uh, pass laws and stuff. And I feel like uh, we're the generation that should be the most awoken to the idea that this was kind of bullshit. They pulled a a lot of lies on us 30 years ago. And here we are, all these apocalyptic scenarios really never played out. Yeah. And you just moved the goalposts. So So everybody... Everybody's dying before the world who said the world was going to end. The millennial generation should be the first one saying, no, 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 no more climate change bullshit. You fooled me once. I remember the ozone and the acid rain. I remember the acid rain. I remember the acid rain. (laughs) Yeah, we all remember the acid rain. And Remember the beetle that was all melted? (laughs) California, San Francisco. I just... So how come... Why is it that uh, the millennial generation is the most intense about the climate change stuff and now their kids 
are like throwing the soup on the Monet paintings and, uh, you know, gluing their hands to floors and streets and stuff. We went more crazy? We should have gone the opposite direction. Like, hey, you've lied to us for 50 years here. I don't know. Maybe they just have nothing else to fight for. You know what I mean? And like, kids kind of just need something to, f- to stand for. You know? This is a good call. And they're it's now blaming. Like the ang- you know, the teen angst. Well, they're just blaming th- the parents' generations. Yeah, because they didn't do enough. Didn't do enough, man. You know what I mean? And then when they get older and, you know, they want to how I don't know. They're, this one's really weird because they're totally different than us. The climate change one is getting me right now. How do you well, possibly continue this far, this, like, total But even I feel like, even like, I feel like, I feel like, like our age, like, over 30 right now, we've kind of, we're making that shift that naturally happens where you're just kind of getting older, more conservative and everything. Yes. But we always kind of kept up with the the markers, like we got our driver's license, we got our first car, we got, you know what I mean? For sure. These these guys coming up, dude, like the ones that are going to vote in 2024, got 20-year-olds with no license, they don't even uh-huh. want one. Oh, yikes. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, yes, that's very true and weird. It's like, dude, you don't even want independence. You don't even want freedom. That's what that car is. Right? Yes. You want to be chauffeured around in an Uber. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, it was the dream of young people to get that car or the friend with the car. And you can, you're free to leave the house, go wherever you want, regardless of the weather. Dude, yeah. Yeah, regardless of the weather. You could drive as far as you want. I remember one time we chased the sunset to South Barrington. It's fantastic. <laughs> You made it two towns. All right. It was a great ride, man. Yeah. We got high. An old beat up car, man. That's what (laughs) it's all about. We got high and checked out the really nice houses we could never afford in our lifetime. (laughs) It's awesome. Dude, I was literally with a group of guys, and uh, he was this one guy was like, Yeah, his son does not want to get his license. And I just looked at him and I go, How's he going to lose his virginity? Oh, yeah. Right? And everybody was like, right away, everybody had your reaction, right? Like, everybody loses their virginity in a car. Wow. In the back seat. That's where the magic I mean, happens, man. Yeah. A, if you're lucky, you get a minivan, you know? Yes. The minivan is the most clutch ride for the young teenager. <laughs> oh, yeah. You do anything in a minivan. <laughs> anything. You can take it off, off road, right? Dude. They build those things to protect kids. Yeah. They're fucking indestructible. Absolutely. Bro, I crashed into that tree at like 45, <laughs> and I fucking walked away. That engine, I could literally touch it. The engine was right next to me, dude. Wow. Wow. That's fast. And I walked away. Yeah, the radio was in the back, like in the trunk of the minivan. <laughs> oh, man. That's how fucking hard I hit that thing, dude. They said if I had a passenger, the passenger would have died. And if I didn't wow. turn left, I would have died. Wow. Oh, that's another universe. Oh, dude, the tree was like where the passenger's feet should be. Ooh. Yeah. And it went from the front middle to like that point. Yikes. That's pretty Toyota <laughs> Sienna, man. Hey, safety first. Think about it. If you were like a man with his family, you would have lost your wife, but the kids would have lived. 
Oh, I'm going to so call that a win-win. I was going to say no. success story. <laughs> <laughs> if you're Jeff Bezos, I'm calling that saving 34 bill. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, pure jokes. We love the significant others. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. We still love them because we haven't married them. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's pretty wild. Uh yeah, safety first. I crashed a minivan into a parked car. So funny, that's right. Van, oh, poor parents. The van was uh, filled with reckless and wild teenagers. We were jam-packed, too many to fit on the seats, of course. Uh, I was luckily not going, I think, fast enough to really do any serious or may, you know, create any serious injuries or damage except for the you know, wrecking the car. Of course. <laughs> it was an old car, man. It, it was, was an old car, old. yeah. But it was a good good ride. Dude, was... it was like a ninety it was like a ninety I think it was a ninety eight uh Grand Caravan. That's right. Plymouth. Yeah, it was a Plymouth. <clears throat> Dude, Absolutely. everybody knows what I'm fucking talking about. Yes, it was the blue yeah, that you're thinking. And man, we took that thing to Canada, Minnesota, South Dakota. Dude, we took that shit every year. We took that everywhere. <laughs> Let me tell you something about this minivan and the <laughs> crash scenario. Uh, we had picked up a friend of ours, call him Jay, and uh, <laughs> he had just procured himself a uh, quarter pound of some dirty Mexican weed. And uh, <laughs> you know that brick. That brick weed from back in the day. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, could, as soon as you said it, I could smell uh, it and taste could, the. You could it tastes brown. Oh, Let's, absolutely! Took an hour brown. to take the seeds and whatnot out of there, but we rolled several blunts and joints and loaded up the minivan with as many people that could fit in there, man. And we just cruised and smoked joints. You know, when I say cruise, I mean we go around the same four blocks at about twelve miles an hour. <laughs> Slow, <laughs> you're literally, slow you're literally staying in between the the railroad tracks and Rain Road. That's right. It's like you're barely touching the gas. Like you were just <laughs> rolling in the cabin. Thirty miles per hour, filled with smoke, and uh, you don't even know where you are half the time. Even though you've probably circled the same block, right? You know, <laughs> five or six times. And uh, yeah, that's what we were doing. We hit the car going probably, I think, maybe twenty at the most, uh, and this guy, Jay, I swear on my life, before the car made full, complete contact with the other parked car, he was out the window of the van with his QP running three blocks down the street. He was gone. Faster than lightning. I've never seen a human being run that fast in my entire life. He disappeared from the planet. That was back in the day when you get in some real trouble for that weed. <laughs> he was gone. It was incredible. Saved you all. It was beautiful. It, uh, when the cops came, they said, you know, some witnesses said they may have seen someone, you know, run from the scene. I said, I don't know what you're talking about, officer. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. <laughs> there was so that's much really, going on. That's really crazy. Ran from here? I don't think I don't so. Think so. Yeah. <laughs> Must have been another witness. Uh, yeah, that's me. 
<laughs> Seems to be a lot of joggers out here. I don't know. <laughs> that's right. Nice neighborhood. That was a beautiful day. Could be. Actually, I think that's what I was avoiding was a do- uh, jogger. <laughs> oh, man. It's good times. Yeah, what happened to that? You just got a ticket and that was it, huh? Yeah, slap on the wrist. Guys, I'm white. It was suburbia. It was the 90s or early 2000s. Come on. Early 2000s, man. We're... <laughs> We were living easy back then, folks. <laughs> if I've learned one thing in life, it's good to be a white guy in the suburbs. Man, is it good living. Strive to be a white man in the suburbs. <laughs> oh, man, the cops are uh, extra douchey in the suburbs, so you got to watch out. So no, no, but the beautiful thing about, like, a suburb cop, dude, you just have to fucking, you know, fluff up that ego, you know? Right, and by ego, oh, you, do- you mean... Oh, sir, I really didn't know. I didn't see it, you know? I'm so sorry. Was I speeding? I'm really sorry, I didn't know. You know what a fluffer in porn is, right? I'm well aware. <laughs> <laughs> I chose my words carefully. Because uh, when you say fluffer, I start to think about guys like Paul Pelosi, and uh, I don't know. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude, were you saying? Debunked. Was this a, a guy in a sweatshirt now? Is that what you were telling me? It's a little odd that Nancy's stepping down. Mike, she's stepping down. She was like gun-ho about like, you know, I don't know. It's good timing. Mm-hmm. She's got to take Perfect. care of Paul, dude. Yeah. Well, now that his boyfriend's going to jail. That's right. <laughs> Who's going to fluff Paul, you know? <laughs> Do you think she's uh, calling it quits because she needs to keep an eye on Paul? First the DUI incident, and now the uh, prostitute drug dealer boy in the underwear. <laughs> I think she's just getting out to, to... There's too much... It's not only all that bullshit, it's also the insider trading. She's yes. got to get out. Yeah, absolutely. The NVIDIA stock trade was like the grossest thing in the world. <laughs> it really was. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, she be- her stock trading became a meme. That's how bad it is. It literally is a joke <laughs> online. Yeah. You vote for something and like as your husband's buying the stock. You know? Yeah. That's right. Well. Yeah. Well, she's gone. Um, and I didn't really want to get into it too much. But I did grab a little snippet about Nancy. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah, I actually kind of, uh, well, there was some interesting information about her career that I really enjoyed. Uh, mm. Let's take a little listen here, Mike. <laughs> Good evening, and thank you for joining us on this Thursday night. Tonight, the political landscape here in Washington is on the verge of very big change. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is stepping down from leadership after a historic 20 years. The longest-serving Democratic leader in the House, Pelosi became the first woman to wield the Speaker's gavel back in 2007. First Just elected like to Congress in 1987, she's been a trailblazer, <laughs> but also a lightning rod for Republican critics. And the announcement comes after her husband was 
brutally attacked last month, and she was allegedly the intended target. There's bipartisan agreement about her legacy, too. President Biden called Pelosi the most consequential speaker in history. Even former Republican Speaker Newt Gingrich said you could argue she's been the strongest speaker in history. He didn't, you know, <laughs> did, like Newt didn't really compliment her, right? <laughs> they, hear, they hear what they want. Um, dude, 20 years? It's too long. Term limits. Way we need term limits. too long. Way years. too. That's yeah. just as leader. She's been in Congress for thirty-five. I know. Too Dude, long. She took. I mean, she took leadership right after nine eleven. Think about that. Too long. The world has changed wow. so dramatically in that time frame. She should not. Oh, when man. she took that position, the best you could do was a flip phone. <laughs> Blackberry, if you were really lucky. You got the Nokia with the little snake game. Yeah, that was it. Think about that. Oh yeah. Back then, we could even go to the moon. <laughs> That's right. We still had the uh, technology for Atari and all that stuff, for I, sure. I think we were still running Challenger, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, so, 35 years in Congress, 20 years as Speaker of the House. She's been in there 35 years? Yeah. 87, man, good year. That's, a good, that's when I was born. 35 years since 1987. You nailed it, Mike. You are a true math magician. I'm uh, proud of you there. And I honestly, like, think about that. Your whole life. My whole life. Nancy Pelosi has been representing San Francisco. Right? Has she been in the same spot? I may need to fact check oh, on that. Wow. But your entire life, that yeah, lady has life. been a representative in Congress. That is way too long. It's way too long. Come Term on. Limits. Term limits. Oh, can we at least shrink it down to 10 years? I'll, <laughs> I'll compromise on 10, Because they do six. So you should do two terms. You get 12 years. Beautiful. Yeah. Come on. I, I just think anything... <sighs> that's out just so insane. When you really just kind of put it in your mind how much has... How much has the world wow. changed since 1987? No, yeah. You should do five terms for the House, two terms for the Senate. You, get, you do That's these it. term limits, I think then you can really get rid of the, um, inside, a lot of the insider trading that you have. You know, not all of it, obviously, but I think you can at least well, shrink down the it, corruption. No, one thing it forces you to do is really expand the pool. You know what I mean? And then that opens, you know, because now you need new people. Yes. And that means you, you kind of kill the dynasties, you know? For sure. That's the best thing, you know. I don't know. Just think about it. Trump announces his run for presidency. Don Jr. is going to be his right-hand man. He's married to Gavin Newsom's ex-wife. <laughs> That's so weird. Like, okay, so if Newsom is the vice president, like, you know what I mean? And Newsom's, Newsom's current wife is on trial for the Weinstein thing. Is a witness in the Weinstein trial. Crazy. It's a weird world we're living in. <laughs> and she admitted that after being raped by him, she went to him later on for advice on how to handle the scandal of her husband sleeping with other women. <laughs> oh, man. 
The whole thing is fucked up, dude. This whole thing is so fucked up. It's, we um, need to get rid of. We need to expand the pool. Get rid of these people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And look, uh, I do want to say though, it's pretty impressive what Nancy Pelosi did, being the first uh, female speaker, right? Is that what they said there? And uh, yeah. you know, that's really an achievement, and that's great and all. But you were in there for way too long, and you just became so corrupt, and you are the machine that people loathe now. Yeah. Now your family has a hundred million dollars. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. So, interesting part I thought, or that, that's kind of what I I took away from the fact that she was retiring. Everyone was all, uh, or not retiring. She's still serving, by the way. That's what everyone needs to uh, keep oh, in right, mind. Yeah. Well, she's gonna finish out the term. I don't think she's gonna run again. You don't think so? Nah. We could only hope. We'd be better this is for like the it. first step. Um, but she's in her 80s. Man, we got to cap it at the 80s. No, it's got to be kept at 70, dude. 72. Yeah, just no more 80s. We're, we have too many people. Yeah. Like, Trump's running now. He's 80, what, two? No, he's not even 80. <laughs> <laughs> How old's Biden? Biden's 80-something, right? Uh, yeah, I think Biden's 80. Oh, man. I Oof. don't know. Well, They're all fucking old. They're all fucking old. They need to get out. I mean this when I say this. Nancy Pelosi, sayonara. Yeah, adios. <sighs> stop running for office, and please stop getting plastic surgery. <laughs> I mean, she keeps going. She's going to have to do some breast reduction surgery. Gotta... <laughs> Nancy's proof that you know money might buy happiness, but it definitely can't buy a pretty face. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> she's also stepping aside at an interesting time uh if she's truly like leaving or whatever do you think this ftx thing is actually going to blow up in the, in the democrats faces because it's totally tied to the democrats and probably people like her i imagine you know what i'm saying yeah, like but nope but nobody knows about it dude uh it was <clears throat> trending yesterday because larry david and tom brady are being sued for it yeah, but nobody knows about it. That's what I mean. You know, go talk to your family. And nobody knows See, about... Go uh, talk to your friends. Just ask them about the the FTX. They they won't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Really? If they do, they just think it's some crypto thing, and you know. Some crypto scam? Yeah. They're saying it could be bigger than... I. It's res- fucking huge, it's- dude. It's the... <laughs> they found the washing machine in the fucking money laundering scheme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? For the billions and billions of dollars going through Ukraine. <laughs> yeah. They found it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's unbelievable. It's right there in front of everyone's face. <laughs> it's right there. And they're literally about to send 37 billion more, whatever it is, uh, over there. Like, this, this is crazy. Holy it's- shit. Did you see the numbers, dude? No, I have not seen the numbers, actually. All right, so here's the projections, right? Yes. They don't know how long the war is going to last. They're projecting that it could, they, they think Putin could last about three to four more years, right? Alrighty. Estimated cost to America would be $120 billion per year. Oh, man. We've already spent close to that. 
we're I guess we're about to hit 120 billion, which is 30 billion more than what Putin has spent on the entire thing. The what? This isn't even real money anymore. <laughs> this is crazy. So we, we've spent like 30% more than Putin has, right? And we're just helping them. And that's not that's not even including the European nations. Oh man. Think about all the other countries that are sending support to Ukraine. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty floored. That's a lot of money. Uh and that a lot of it got This this <laughs> this land that a year ago maybe worth 10 million whole country. <laughs> yeah. What's a house in Ukraine worth? $40? I could probably buy the whole country with what Elon Musk, you know, loses in a week. Wow. Well, I mean, maybe not now. They're um, under some sort of uh, super bombardment, man. Oh, yeah. You hear about that? Oh, it's been going on for like two days. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but they say that all the time. And then you like turn on the, you know, next day they're like dancing and having parties and- <laughs> You know, Sean Penn is back. He's back, yeah. True. I mean, did, I, did you see the fucking... Yeah, we we called it, dude. We were right. Where's the celebration? The bomb that landed in Poland was fucking Ukrainian. Wow. Wow. Dude, it was fucking Ukrainian. It was Ukrainian. Not only that, they're still saying it was Russia's fault. Yeah, be- <laughs> <laughs> Within minutes of this thing killing two Polish people, Zelensky was on TV asking the international community to send troops, fucking, you know, everything, ammunition, everything. You are not exaggerating. Attacking, yes. Literally. They're attacking NATO countries. Motherfucker, it was your missile. <laughs> I told you Putin wasn't stupid, dude. Putin doesn't want to go into Poland. He just wants parts of Ukraine. Let him have it. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. It's insane, dude. I, I, you were right. We both immediately said it was a Ukrainian, an errant Ukrainian missile. I, you know, wouldn't be surprised if it was purposefully fired. And, and sort right. of <clears throat> like an attempt. False flag, right? Something like that. Come on. You know what nobody will answer me? What's that? Why are why are there no war? Nobody's talking about war crimes, right? <laughs> Putin Putin bombed a, a hospital, dude. It was a maternity hospital. There was nothing. Remember? Yes. Remember the photographs of the women coming out of the bombed hospital, and they were all pregnant, or they just had kids, and it was like this was a maternity hospital. Yeah, Remember man. That? Yes, that's all they talked about. Yeah, why does nobody talk about that anymore? Because uh, just like the <laughs> missile in Poland, apparently it was Ukrainians trying to shoot down Russian fighters, fighter jets. Yeah, there was tons of speculation that that missile that hit the hospital was Ukrainian. Yeah, they have terrible aim. And probably, they're, they're, yeah. They don't know what they're doing with these fucking equipment we're sending them. <laughs> One guy said the problem is we're sending them like, like, we're sending them U.S. arms, right? 
Yeah. And they're they're used to fighting with like Soviet era weapons. So Oh, so they just don't know how to like push the buttons and stuff? Yeah, do you know why we have those troops in Poland? Apparently is because these Ukrainians don't like they don't speak English so they can't read the manuals. So we have to teach them how to like fire the weapons. Yeah, I mean it probably like a, a stinger <laughs> missile is not an AK forty seven, right? You give AK forty seven to a little kid, you know, point and shoot. Yeah. This is this is a little a little different. It's true. You always see the videos of those kids in Africa with the um you know, automatic rifles. They seem to be yeah, using you them all right. You know what you don't see them with? What's that? One guy with a fucking laser that's going to target target something so that another guy could launch a fucking rocket from a mile away and hit it. Yeah, a dude with some goggles uh, flying one of them kamikaze! Kamikaze? Nah, dude, that turned out to be bullshit. That was just a bad pilot. No, the kamikazes weren't real? No, it was like two guys. Dude, the whole story turned out to be... they fucking they sent in all these drones and dropped bombs from them and two of them crashed. Oh man. That's not kamikazes, dude. That's just bad pilots or they malfunctioned and they just crashed them and blew them up. Well, I was always thinking these drones must be, you know, expensive on some level to put together. Why would you kamikaze these very, oh, that, you know, expensive high-tech pieces of equipment? Doesn't make sense. Dude, these aren't Japanese fl- fight uh, f- pilots. Yes, dude. exactly. <laughs> You're not just gonna fucking throw them away. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the the whole idea of kamikaze is so nuts. It's such a waste. So. Oh, that's terrible. Well, yeah, look at it from the Japanese small island. A lot of people. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you gotta thin the herd. For sure. Yeah, you want to be stuck in traffic or die bravely? Wow. Come on. <laughs> That's right. You know? <laughs> well, I will admit it. I had been had. I fell for it. I loved the kamikaze story, but as with all hero stories. Well, well technically, it still false. is a kamikaze drone. Because some of them, like, malf- like some of them uh, failed to drop the load, so they actually just crashed it and blew it up. But sure. that's because you don't want this thing flying back towards you with that load that might blow up. Yeah, good call. Yeah. Right? I don't know. Uh, I just kind of... Ha- like, <laughs> you got a drone that's malfunctioning and it's holding some C4. Last thing you do is fly it back towards you to look at, look at it, you know? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> right? I just, you know, I've been watching too many, like, um, MCU superhero movies and stuff. My idea of drones, and then when I thought of kamikaze drones, I just, I went into imagination land a little bit, I think, and uh, I got ahead of myself. You got to more imagine, like, uh, our mom and dad putting on (laughs) Oculus goggles for the first time. (laughs) Trying to fly some drones. Yeah, okay, that makes a lot of sense. These drones, dude, that was even, I mean, that's another thing. These guys, these are Ukrainians trying to learn from Iranians. I mean, I know, but I know they both got the Ians in the name, but they're, they couldn't be more different. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a language you know? uh, gap for sure. Language, religion. <laughs> that's right. Both hate the Jews, though, ironically. That is a very common. Wow. That's a great commonality they have amongst them. To be a fly on the wall, hear some of those conversations. Oh, man. <laughs> You think Kanye was there? I really thought this deal would fall through, but then he busted out the vodka. We talked about the Jews. <laughs> I love this man. 
they're big Kyrie Irving fans, it turns out. <laughs> Huge Brooklyn Nets fans. You wouldn't believe it. We found out we both have Amazon Prime. <laughs> Worked out great. <laughs> Anytime somebody brings up Kyrie Irving, dude, Amazon's not getting in any trouble. They're the ones selling the movie. This is so fantastic. I'm blown away by this fact, and it's just totally escaping everyone. Yes, you were totally right on the money. Amazon made a statement on how, like, <laughs> they fucking ridiculed Kyrie. Like, uh, how could you link to this this movie that we're selling for nineteen ninety nine on our website, Amazon.com? That's right. You can get free shipping with your Amazon Prime account. How could, dare you link to this? You know what I mean? Like, who the fuck are you guys? Did you see Amazon stock? Of course they needed this traffic flow from the Kyrie press, dude. This is great stuff. <laughs> Bezos is swimming in it. Take it down. Come on, kid. We got investors. <laughs> See if we could get another black guy. What's Kanye up to? Is he still on Twitter? <laughs> yeah, dude, Amazon should just go all in on Kanye and Kyrie. It's a great idea. Oh, oh, Amazon Prime do fucking uh, Infowars? <laughs> oh, man. Come on, Bezos. Yeah. You're about to need money for that second wife. <laughs> Elon Musk needs to do something about getting uh, getting that, uh, what is it, Alex Jones back on Twitter or whatever it is. Or he's just banned from everything, isn't he? Oh, yeah, he's, uh, he owes a little bit of money. <laughs> just a little bit of money. <laughs> like, more money than me and you could ever fathom. He just got issued, like, another lawsuit from the Sandy Hook mumbo-jumbo. I mean, have you people never heard about kicking a dead horse? They are. They definitely you are. Know. It's pretty yeah. sad. Poor Alex. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. What are you going to do? Uh, we're not going to do anything, Mike, and that's the truth. Uh, but we I'm are. about to kamikaze into this dab rig. <laughs> I know. We are at that hour point, I believe. Looking like The here. fastest hour in the universe. You in know what I mean? the universe. 